Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. Where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. Yes. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Kent Boyd with us today. He is best known as the runner-up from season seven of So You Think You Can Dance. Following his success on the show, he has established himself as one of the premier dancers and choreographers in the industry, working with many notable artists, including Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, Vanessa Hudgens, Becky G, and many more. And we're excited to have him on. So welcome yes. to the show. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to dish, to talk, yeah. and hear your questions. <laughs> yeah, we love right. that. We now, love as that. you know, this past 18 months has been rough for a lot of people. Oh, it has. Especially so. entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I always want to talk about that first to kind of get that out of the way. So how has COVID affected what you do and what have you done to kind of get through this? Yeah, COVID really did uh, help us realize that the entertainments weren't, you know, a necessity to living life. And that's kind of where we were in this pandemic. The first thing to go were going to be the arts. So we had to find ways to connect and to reach audiences, even though I, I wasn't touring or I wasn't doing shows or we weren't working on performances. Everything was secluded now. And I think what had happened was for a while, you know, you kind of go and you, and you would listen to what was happening and we kind of stay inside until things kind of slowly progressed. And we were like, okay, we can't sit inside all day. What are we going to do? Yeah. And uh, I felt like we really turned to social media. Um, social media, I think prior to COVID for me, everyone has their own experience with everything, yeah. but it was, it was for sure something that, you know, we didn't look, it didn't look the best in terms of, oh my God, that's my cat. Um, we, we didn't look like for, I didn't really feel like it was a priority. I didn't need to go on social media because I had my gigs, I had my choreography. And then when the pandemic hit, it was the only thing that you could have complete control over and you didn't need to be, you know, socializing or out with anyone. So I was like, okay, like let's put some time and some energy into the social media, social media yeah. platforms. And then TikTok kind of was around. And right. so then from there on, um, a friend of mine, Molly, kind of called me up one day out of the blue to go to the beach because she was telling us Teen Beach movie, a, a previous movie that we did on the Disney Channel, yeah. the content was popping off on yeah. TikTok. She was like, hey, come to a video. Like, it'll be fun. And so we did this video and it kind of united this big spark. We had a lot of fun. We felt like, again, creative and using the camera, making music, finding shots. Like it was just flowing and it just felt nice. And so we slowly kind of did this every Tuesday and then it slowly kind of progressed. And we out of that formed Pride House LA, which is a content LGBTQ plus community online started on tiktok we helped jojo walk come out and then and then we started doing some outreach some things with glad disney channel like it just naturally snowballed. started yeah it just snowballed and it it really was the best use of that time uh during covid and now it's just kind of surpassed covid and i feel like as we step out into the world and everything becomes back to normal it will be even a better space for our dance community for our queer community whether you're young or old or in between or just trying to figure things out it's you a space best of both worlds yeah it's it's a space yeah. just dedicated to um expressing you know mm -hmm. and and let and and using the arts which i feel like our community is so good at i mean it's yes. such a it's it's so interesting to see the arts and how it's kind of infiltrated with the queer community because I feel like our uh, my queer brothers and sisters have such creative minds, have such yeah. have, have great work ethics and have great stories to tell. So I'm just like excited to see 
the future. But that's kind of where I went during COVID with social media. But now that things are kind of opening back up, work is coming along and it's nice. That's like for us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020. We did. I have no idea what was about to happen. You know, our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews our first year. We thought that would be a great, in fact, we were thought that would be pushing it to do a hundred interviews in one year. But that was the goal. Yeah. And then COVID happens and I'm watching everything get shut down. I'm like, uh, you know, all these artists and everything need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. So because of that, we reached out to everybody and anybody that would listen. And we we did over 300 interviews last year. And we're over four, about 470 now. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. It's crazy how when things kind of something happens drastically in the world, how we adapt. It's really mm-hmm. kind of fun. And to it's see important us. to adapt. Yeah. 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 We're, we have to, or else, you know, your art won't survive or you'll have to find something else there. And that was a sad part seeing, being in Los Angeles for over 10 plus years, you kind of see, you know, I've been here long enough to see the wave, right? Cause yeah. I'm still fairly young, but when you're around enough, you get to kind of see the classes come in and then leave yeah. and come in. And so when COVID happened, there was a huge wave of people leaving. And I was just like, dang, like, how do we figure out how to hang on or create that income or, you know, create that energy so that we can mm-hmm. still continue to pursue our dreams out here in a yeah. very expensive city. Yeah, that's yeah. like, you know, we have a lot, we're really connected in Nashville because our show originally started as a country music show. Which, as you see, it's evolved now because yeah. of oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, but because it, we had so many contacts there and on Facebook, I've watched so many people who've been in Nashville four, five, six years who've been trying to live that dream who said, you know what? It's over. Yeah, and so many people are leaving who were chasing that dream because COVID just wiped them out. Yeah. And, you know, that's when I definitely believe in like destiny and fate. It's like if that was supposed to happen, like you like cream rises to the top, like yeah, wherever you're supposed great. to be is mm-hmm. where you you will end up. Um, but I, I didn't know that you were, guys were based out of Tennessee. That's amazing. My brother lives in Murfreesboro. Well, we're Not actually based in Savannah, Georgia, but planning on oh, moving out. We'll moving we're going to be moving out. The, contact, out, the, out the nice. National I like Savannah, Georgia, too. It's really beautiful over there. <laughs> so, um, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to be an entertainer? I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that all this could actually be a career move for you? Yeah, because honestly, I knew at kindergarten, wow. you know, when you do like those, those kindergarten, like, what do you want to be when you're older? A firefighter, an astronaut. I'm telling you, kid you not, I came to school in a sparkly tuxedo with the top hat, like looking like Fred Astaire or like on, I looked like I was about to do a Chips Ahoy commercial or something. Like it, I knew. But when it clicked, yeah. I, I think it clicked come high school, you know, when you yeah. have to decide what you're going to do, like around your right. sophomore, junior year, you start to just consider your things a little bit more seriously as the mm-hmm. people around you as well do it, you know, and it's just yeah. kind of that time. And I think it was like at that time I was like, okay, I can do this. Started researching BFA programs, started looking to actually go more East coast to different schools. I was actually planning on going to Marymount Manhattan in New York and, you know, just trying to look at all these programs, do college visits and just realize like, oh, this actually can become something I can tour over in Europe. I can, you know, be with artists. I can, you know, do television and film or do stage or do theater. Like all of these things started to open up. And like, I was like, oh, what's my equity card? Or how do I connect to this person? Or all these things, all these questions started happening. And I was like, yeah, this is something that can happen. Is it going to be hard? Absolutely. But I I knew that from my training. Dance was 
always physically so challenging. Like waking up the next day after an intense rehearsal or an intense practice, like your body can't move, you know, like it's, we are, we are athletes a hundred percent. So I think, I think I was ready to kind of go and be a part of this lifestyle, knowing that it was going to be a lot of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, I think dance was like listed as like in the top 10 hardest jobs to do because it's physically wow. straining, like on your body every single day. Like we're putting our bodies in positions that we're just trying to create art out of or, or it's not really functional. Like we're not, it's different than a, you know, a nine to five on a computer. Yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, I'm sure this is like this with the dancing world too, but like I know in the artist world, it's almost tougher now than it's ever been because of, you know, you would think social media would make it easier, but that's the problem. It made it easier for everybody to be seen. So now if you're, if you don't have a real big following, people don't look at you. Right. Then it becomes the video game. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like you, it's hard, you know, it's made people really look at social media differently. It may, it's make, it's made people become more strategic, more analytical, more black and white, where it's not as, you know, free and fun. But I do find that there are a lot of people out there, a lot of users out there that are just kind of happily using TikTok. And I love that about it, this free spirit to it. But now Instagram's turning more into your portfolio. I will be sending many uh, Instagram accounts for dancers that I'm trying to pitch to directors or producers. It's like, oh, send me their Instagram accounts. So now it's become almost like a LinkedIn to where you need to show off your material and you need to show off who you are or, you know, little glimpses of characters that you can portray because people want to cast things that are close to what they feel is relatable for them or whatever, you know, like there's so many things. And talking about this kind of perfect lead in to where I want this to go, because, you know, you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, the glory in what other dancers, actors and all that do. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes, not just to get to the top, but even a career within entertainment. I always want to talk about that because I think that a lot of times it's glossed over in entertainment because people think, oh, I've got the talent. I can make it. Well, it's, we right. both know it's way more than that. So let's talk about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even get to where you are today. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I I think with dance, it's so it's so interesting, the form in itself <laughs> in itself versus singing. Right. Because we can where our ears are a bit more trained. Right. We can hear when something is flat or sharp mm-hmm. or not yeah. pleasant. Like we can instantly kind of connect to that. Whereas dance, it's all patterns. Right. It's all it's all practicing of patterns. And that's why you're so addicted to certain dancers because of the way that they practice and the way that their hours, you know how they say, like, it takes 10,000 hours to be an yeah, expert yeah. at anything. Right. Wow. So it's like the dance 20,000 to be a legend. Right. And it's like you gravitate towards those dancers whose patterns and repetition that you are attracted to or that you can see clearly or understand. So when I look at dancers, I'm just like and dancers that I admire, I can immediately tell their work because it's literally showcased with how they step to the right or step to the left. The nuances are built in there and it's it's clear as day for someone who's kind of looking at dance in a, in a like trying to kind of curate a specific moment. So I can tell through sacrifices like immediately with how much effort or how much realization they've put in there. But when it comes to dance, you have to live, breathe and sleep it, you know, because it's so true because the people that are doing it and that are in it and are at these really high places directing concert dances or NDT or American Ballet or, or, you know, working with Doja Cat or Dua Lipa, like Mm -hmm. both spectrums, whether it's commercial or concert, these directors can see it immediately. 
So if it's not there, you're not going to get the job. You have it or you don't. Right. And that's what I do love about dance is that there's a level that after you hit this level, it then becomes subjective. But you have to meet the bar before people can start to actually see the art. I mean, the bar is definitely everything in art is subjective, but there's training and, and essence that you can see. And that comes through sacrifice. That comes from discipline. That comes from waking up every single day and working on morphing and shaping your body because dance is not only a physical thing, it's a mental thing. We have to see images or feel, you know, there's so many techniques on how you can feel interpret music. But again, the hours, the discipline, the sacrifice, the wear and tear on the bodies. Like I today, like I'm, I can't even move my left knee, but like that's just a part of the game, you know? And it's also a part of the recovery. Like all good dancers, if you want longevity, you got to take care of that body because it will follow apart. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Especially as you get older. You so yeah. Much. Yeah. People don't really, yeah. it's like probably every year you age, you, as a dancer, you probably age by two. Oh, I would say depending on even like if you're focusing on like ballet or jazz or something that's a little bit more physical, 10 because of the of, of the amount you're using and twisting your body, it's insane. And not to mention the pay, like the pay for out here, it's, it's a hard, it's hard to make ends meet and yeah. you have to continue to go. You know, the minute you let your body or your mind slip up, there are opportunities that potentially you could have benefited from mm -hmm. and it's it's hard to to make a sufficient ends meet that's why i believe social media is such a great platform for those that are finding success continue to go and search for those brand deals because you can make money off of your talent and that's what i want to reach out to my community and to my friends is that all that hard work all that sacrifice you don't have to get background dancer like two hundred dollars a music yeah. video. You, if you continue to practice and find consistency online, there's real, there's a nice turnaround because now brands and ads are looking for those dancers to sell their products because the way they move is addicting and beautiful, and you know it, it evokes emotion that a normal actor or singer potentially can't. That's why dance is so, I think, beautiful. But it is a struggle, man. It's a struggle to get rights for choreographers. It's a struggle to get rights for dancers. Like, there's so many things that we're still trying to figure out and unionize and, and, and kind of just kind of bring out to the open because a lot of the stuff, you know, I feel like a lot of the time. Yeah, your average person doesn't understand. You know, that's like, um, you know, I remember I, I posted a meme and this was for an art about an artist, but I posted a meme that gave a funny look when it had on there that said, um, oh, you must be making a killing. You got X amount of streams. And and my artist friends laughed at that because they know that that's what people think. Oh, you right. got 10,000 streams. You're rich. Oh, you're, yeah. you're famous. You're famous. Yeah. And they think you're make rolling in the dough. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know, you've been on, you think you can dance. They yeah. Think you're rolling in the dough. Oh yeah. They, it, it's just, you know, normal people are the people that aren't in the arts. Like, yeah, they, obviously they're not going to know. And you, yeah. you have to explain yeah. it to them because they're pursuing something else. Like we're trying to entertain them and, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, help them have fun or release from their day to day. But like mm -hmm. some, there are some things that they're dealing with that if they were to bring up to me, I would have no clue as well. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, let's talk about vacation overpaid X amount. Like I don't know what that is because I'm a freelancer. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Now, becoming runner-up on So You Think You Can Dance, what was that whole experience like? Let's talk about that a little bit. Oh, man, I was so young. 
That was about, <laughs> that happened in 2010. So oh, wow. it was right when I was 18, fresh out of oh, high wow. school. And it just, it blew my brains. I was, <laughs> I was so, you know, so fresh and everything that was kind of happening to me was, was, was really quite lovely and amazing and beautiful and everything that I had kind of dreamed. I'd always wished to be on that show. My dream was to actually wow. go to Juilliard and I was auditioning in Chicago at the time. And, you know, the first round, we all just step into a room and then they just immediately like you do like maybe like four eights and then they just start cutting you. And I immediately oh, wow. I was immediately cut and I was like, oh, my God, like that was a short lived dream. This is embarrassing. And at the same city at the same time. So you think was having auditions in Chicago. We just had to extend our trip one or two days. My mom, my aunt, my there were a couple people there and I was like, let's do it. And then that journey just kind of unfolded wow. really naturally. I mean, even to, to the point where walking to the auditions at 7 a.m. in Chicago, you know, someone a, a call time 7 a.m. But, you you know, people that are there for this big audition, mm -hmm. they show up at 530, 5 o'clock. Oh, wow. I, being young, show up at 7 and then I'm walking past the line and it's around the block. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be here all day. Um, <laughs> Wow. I walk up and then I hear Kent, Kent. And I'm like, what? And it's my friend and she's at the front of the line. And she goes, come, come here. And I'm like, okay. And so then I'm like number, I'm literally like number 12. Like the whole process was just like, wow. Kind of flew me in. And then like, it was just lovely. I, I, I kind of felt everything before it happened in terms so of- One door closed and a new one opened. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you just have to stay present and I feel like you have to go for your dreams. And I feel like when you go for your dreams or where you go for the thing that you think you need, then other, like if it's not the right thing, other things will, will appear. It's, you know, it's just, you gotta keep going. Sometimes you know, and sometimes you don't. Like that's, I guess the joy of life is just <laughs> making choices. <laughs> I, I don't know. Cause Does that show like a catalyst for you? Oh yeah, it was a it it blasted me. It blasted me out to Los Angeles, where where I was headed to the East Coast. I was had my first semester paid for at Marymount Manhattan, and was ready to go to school there. And then, so you think, just kind of like overtook, and I did it, and then did really well on it. And the show exposed me to so many choreographers, so many producers, and then I started going out to Los Angeles, uh, dancing for Taylor Swift, dancing for uh, Zendaya and Bella Thorne. I started then immediately doing the Disney Channel and started wow. acting and then started doing these decoms. And now I'm choreographing. So it's just like the natural progression of seeing business, understanding the business and just kind of like giving back. It's interesting. So what was it like when you started dancing with people like Taylor Swift and the other ones? I mean, what what, yeah. what was going through your mind at that point? Now you hear it as, you know, when you were younger, you're watching all this and you, you right. this is like a, I mean, you're, you're living your vision now. Right. So what was that like all of a sudden that starting to happen? It was, I mean, I was so, I feel like nothing could have at that time, like when I was younger, really kind of in the thick of things, nothing could have topped. So you think like for me, <laughs> that, that was my American idol. That was my dream as a wow. dancer. There was no other job in my head at the time where a dancer was the main forefront artist focus like we were touring and i wasn't behind taylor swift or yeah. Dua Lipa. Yeah. i was i we was front. yeah and like yeah. to see your name yeah. on radio city music hall blasted out for like a sold out crowd and you're staring at sutton foster you're just like what's happening like so then everything after that kind of just felt like oh hey what's up taylor <laughs> oh hot like, it was just like yeah it just felt like a like a a, a bonus to the big the big energy but that's what i you know like for some kids it was uh that star search growing up or for some kids it was 
um, Fly Girls. Like there were these iconic shows that were around. And so you think was when that happened. For some Disney. Yeah. And for some Disney, like that was the show I would watch every week with my friends. We would come together. And like that to me was like the ultimate. So everything after that just kind of was like, yeah, what's up? Hi, nice to meet you. You're a human. I'm a human, which was good. And I think beneficial because now working with a lot of artists, they just want to, you know, they want to be treated the same. They want to be treated as equals as your friend, as your, as your foe. So I think that that was probably for the best. And that's something what we learned with our show. Because when we started out, it was mostly an up and coming um, artist show. Mm-hmm. And then as we've grown, we've had a few celebrities on. We've had um, people at high levels on. And we've learned that everybody really has that same dream, that same. They just want to be treated like a human being. Yes. Yeah. And respected for their craft. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, I, for me, it's like, yeah, I want to be, I want to be homies with everyone. But then when it comes down to the product or the project, I want uh-huh. to be around people who are like-minded, more intelligent, uh, like just really kind of special in what they it do. Leads in excellence. Yeah. 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 Excellence in our craft. Absolutely. And so that's what I'm trying to continue to manifest is that I'm putting in as much energy is into the moves and into the scene. And mm-hmm. and the set director is amazing and the, the arts and props and the lighting, and it all comes together. And this, this beautiful thing happens. I'm, I, it's happened many a times, but I want it to kind of continue to push. And I want it to even get more, you know, control over the situation. I want to put in more input. I want to create and collaborate even more, which is happening. And you know, there's so much truth in that. Cause I remember seeing a friend of mine who owns a PR company. I remember she a while back made a statement and I've always remembered this. She says that when she sits down with an artist before they join her PR team, she goes, I will never work harder than you work for yourself. If you're not working hard for you, I will not work hard for you. Yeah. And she no says, one, she, she goes, I will match what you put in. Yes, match your energy. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like a relationship too. You know, like it's so yeah. similar. Like it's just like no one's gonna no one's gonna do anything for you. You know, it's clear, yeah. like it, it, especially as a dancer, it's like mm-hmm. your craft is like you show and you tell. Like with singing, some people are just blessed, man. <laughs> have the pipes and the control for it uh-huh. to just naturally come out. Like that range or that like what you're given in your voice box is kind of random, but with movement, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, proportions. You know, a lot of the times we're looking at proportions and that's for sure. You've had nothing to do with the, your genetics, but how you transition or how you dance or how you feel or how you express, those are all the things that we can kind of see. And you have to create that. You have to grind. You have to look, you have to watch, you have to have form an opinion. And I think it's just like, that's right. No one, that's the thing that you learn too. Like you get agents, you get a team. It's like, no one really, they're there supporting you, but like you do it. Like mm-hmm. it's you, like you yeah. go out and make the the connections, the networking, you pitch yourself, you, you know, you always have ideas. Like you try to add and benefit in because it's even hard to get choreographers to go to the very end. Like the projects that I've been on, it's like the director and the choreographer are best friends and wow. they work on everything yeah. together. You know, if there's movement, the choreographer is almost helping direct the movement while the director is directing the choreographer. Like there's this wonderful chain that has to happen. And again, like you have to just be ready to play ball when you get into that game. And you look at that and you really see that in every bit of entertainment, even with, you know, artists and 
relationships. I mean, it's, it's funny. You watch relationships like with Blake Shelton and a couple yeah. other people, and they're always talking about the times before they made it big. They developed them friendships before they made it big. And then all of a sudden it's just blossoms when they all go big together. I know relationships are so important. Like even, even thinking about going into auditions and, and casting, it's like the, the director or who I'm going to cast for this commercial. I already know I already, and I already have seen the treatment and they already have told me the vibe and the energy. So I'm, I'm already, I already know, you know, like if, unless a person can show me that without me having to tell them, which is magic. And that does happen sometimes, but it's like, there is, you, you already are thinking ahead so that you can be a problem solver and you can connect the pieces and create. It's all about your network. It's all about your friends. You're playing chess you instead your of friends. checkers. You're playing, chess instead of, you're playing chess instead of checkers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you as this big dancer and all that, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, the teams they never don't. get the love they deserve. So in our show, they do. So take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, I mean, I have an amazing PR team over at Cats with, yeah, um, we love them. We love them. yeah, with Jess and Mel, and like they, they just, uh, I think it was kind of the first time that I actually have someone that I'm communicating with. Like I feel oh, like wow. they're looking at the same things as me. We're on it together. Like you know, I can express things. I can tell them my dreams. You know, that's yeah. important too. Like I'm always manifesting with them. I'm always going, oh, I wish this could happen or this. Did you see that? That was amazing. Like I want, they let, they let me dream big. And I think that that's really And then they amazing. help guide you there. Yeah. Yeah. And they get me the opportunities and it's just like, Hey, like I need this, you know, to level up. And they're like, okay, well then you need to do this, this, and this. Like, so it's all this formula and they're just kind of the scientists that can kind of concoct it. I've been with my dance agents for since day one, since so you think Clear Town over there with Tiff and Misha and and wow, Tim, they're, awesome. they're they're you know definitely pioneers in the industry, and I've been working with them, and 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 it seems very much like we are our family, like we are yeah. together talking about what's happening and how we can kind of you know when they make a, a a job offer with me, they make it with their whole community, and I feel it too. I feel their experience, past, present, and future, and it feels very much like a collective, and it's fun. And then I have some management over called Play, and 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 she is Trina. She's amazing. Like she's just you know she's this bulldog. Like she feels like <laughs> this this essence, this energy. You gotta have one of those on the tower. Yeah, yeah, and they're you know they're very they're scary to me because I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to like stay focused on the art, but it's just yeah. like you have to have someone who's going to like be like um, set the rules. Like he can yeah. only play till seven and then he's out, you know, like wow. and then it, it makes yeah. you more desirable as well, too, because it's like, oh, when someone has limitations, like because people will take advantage oh, of you. Yeah. Oh, all the time, all the time. And, 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 and now to the point where it's just like, I know you're going to take advantage of me, but I'm going to allow it because potentially I'm going to be benefiting here as well too. Like it's all an exchange. And as you get older, you become more aware of it. But when I was younger, uh, I was played all the time. And, it's, <laughs> and it's now just, you use it to your advantage. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm tr definitely trying not to like build the holes that were kind of burned into me. I'm trying to for sure make it a better place, but definitely have more awareness of, okay, well, then if you get that, then I need to make sure I get this to yeah. make a mutual yeah. exchange. I was having a lot of issues younger when it wasn't being mutual. It was just being one-sided. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. that. Again, you know, I, you know, a lot of people want to make it out there and whatever they're doing, but they don't want to give first. 
And right. so I like that attitude that where you want it to be a win-win for everybody, because, you know, in this society, it takes a village for want for people to make it. Yeah. And, and I think I am a firm believer in the fact that we're all going to get a slice of the pie. Like every, there's enough pie for everyone. Like we may not be eating at the same time, but I know that there's a slice of pie with my name on it. And it's just like realizing and trusting that being like, Oh, well you need to eat too, you know, and I need to eat, but like, I, I know I'm not starving yet. And if you're starving, go for it. Like you have to kind of have that, those manners or that like trust to kind of make it out. At least for me, I've always yeah. been like, yeah. Hey, I want to put you first. Let's get what you need in terms of what you're looking for today. And I will find what I need along the way. And if I don't, you'll, you will help me. I know you will. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our do. little nine-year-old son that we all come on. Christopher. So, so she's okay. going to get him real quick. And we've got a two and a half year old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show too, because we are a family affair show. <laughs> How is that? How's dealing with the family? Are you, are you ready to go on road trips? So like, what's going on? Well, we're an internet show right now, but it'd be really cool maybe next year, or, or at least at the, by 2023 to maybe do like a Chris and Sandy show tour. You know, you know, maybe through the summer, we can rent an RV and just hop yeah. on and go interview people in different cities. Yeah. That would be fun. We, you know, we've we've talked about that. So if we ever get the right sponsors, if somebody reaches out and says, "I'll sponsor that," well, guess what? We're doing it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, let's put it out. Anyone out there? Let's. They're ready to travel. Yeah, travel is a passion of ours. Hello, we love to travel. Hi, Ken. So, what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Oh my goodness! Yeah, see, no small talk. He just jumps in. Yeah, I'm like, you are shooting them quick. <laughs> My favorite food definitely has to be, I think I'm thinking like in categories right now. Like last, I, I love pasta. I love pasta so much. I love homemade pasta because there's, I don't know, if you, if you need to make pasta, it's it, once in your life, get the flour, get the, get the egg yolk and mix it together because you can taste the difference. You literally can like feel the energy or taste it. It's so good. So I would have to say for today, the answer is pasta. Homemade. And what's yours? Mine is, mine is pizza. Oh, my God. You can never go wrong with pizza. Pizza is <laughs> literally iconic and will never change and will only get better. Do you have a specific pizza brand like uh, like that you love the most? Uh, pepperoni, sausage, and supreme. Oh, you go for the meat? Yeah. yeah he, he's a, definitely a meat eater. Yeah. That's <laughs> nice. I love that. All right. All right. So, what's your favorite TV show? What's my favorite TV show right now? I'd have to say. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, I mean, I love. I uh, to stay on the food topic. I love British um, Bake Off right now. They're on like their new season. I, I think it's just really interesting to see a competition show since I've been on one. But then for it to be cooking and and just the humor and the hosts are really amazing. There's so many things that I'm watching right now. I watched Squid Games and I thought that that was super fun, super thrilling. Like I wanted to watch the next episode. Do, like, you, own any, do you own any of their crypto they just launched? No. Did you, <laughs> did you get see, it? I'm like, did you, did you see that the other day in 24 hours, it went up 2,400%. Whoa. So it's yeah. going to be the next, so it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to make a splash. I'm yep. sure it is. <laughs> What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh my God, SpongeBob is amazing. The humor, everything about it, the writing, the music. Did you ever see SpongeBob the musical? 
Yes, I did. You did? Did you like it? I heard Squidward was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and what's been cool about the show is because we bring a lot of actors on. You know, he watches them now. He watches a lot of Disney and, and Nickelodeon shows. So we've been able to bring a lot of people from those shows that he watches on our show. Oh, that's awesome. You got to check out Teen Beach. I don't have a yeah. Disney. See, new oh, show yeah. for you. Yeah. It's on, I think it's on, I think it's on, um, what's on Disney Plus? Right. Oh, hmm. Disney Plus. Yeah. So, what's it for a movie? What's my favorite movie? Oh my God. I literally, you want to know what I watched last night? Spy Kids. Wow. Which I, it's an iconic classic. I was just like, I love Antonio Banderas and I love those two kids. Yeah. And I was, I forgot about the original and I had to go back and I had to watch it. But I'd have to say that my favorite movie, other besides then like that guilty pleasure of Spy Kids, would have to be called The Lobster. Oh, wow. Which is, which is a really fun kind of futuristic weird movie where everyone gets turned yeah. into an animal of their choice if they don't marry by a specific time it's interesting oh, it's cool it's cool and the guy wants to be turned into a lobster it's interesting that that of all animals a lobster that's well uh, because i guess they i they stay together with their mate forever ah that, yeah well, that makes sense actually yeah that, <laughs> that would be us yeah yeah maybe you could pick a lobster <laughs> and then I'm like, be careful of red lobster because you're gonna be boiled. <laughs> and what's yours? Mine's the Minions movie. The Minions movie. Yes. The Minions are iconic. Yeah. They have built a strong brand. No, they're insane. They're so cute too. I love when you yeah. just kind of see like yellow poles and people put eyeballs on them. And it looks like Minions everywhere. Yeah. And it's funny. They made a, a cartoon animated that kind of supposed to be evil but yet you love them they remind me of like the three stooges like the minions are like the classic punchline like they're the comic relief like they're the best and their language the way they speak is so cute yeah <laughs> bye thanks it was nice to meet you that's me too. <laughs> yeah, he he loved. Next year we're planning on having him sometime around summer launch his own little podcast. Oh, fun! Yeah, well, you're you already know how how to do it, so you'll be able to definitely guide. Yep, and he already gets on here and anyway and talks he a little bit, so we it. just have to keep kind of guiding him a little bit there. Yeah, and get him a cool background. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, wheel, like make it all fun. Yeah, yes. yeah, we just got the boring brick wall, but yeah. we haven't we haven't changed it because people have loved it. Since day one, God. we were, yeah. we, we were gonna, one one that yeah. can like put you in Paris, <laughs> travel around the world. Yeah, yeah, because see what's cool about this yeah. is um, you can change like, it. Um, I think. We can change it. Like yeah. Right here, I've got on uh, got a couple other like ones, it, yeah. in this. We could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or, and then we could end up in we could end up in. Oh, uh, I like that. I like that one a lot. You guys look like yeah. your partiers. <laughs> yep, we're down in Nashville now. Nashville. <laughs> and now we're back in Savannah, Georgia. Now oh, that one's pretty too. <laughs> so, <laughs> internet man. Oh, and this one we had this one for our oh, show, but it's you but know, the colors but the colors kind of too much. Yeah, it's uh, too so, the yeah, the, so, yeah. It's nice where it's at right now. So we're kind of like, you know, and so many people said, I, I love the, in fact, some people think, are y'all by a brick wall? Oh, no, that's like outside. I, think that, no, I, no. I, I remember. They I literally Facebook, believe the magic. Because mm -hmm. I posted one time on Facebook that a storm is coming in before our show. 
And someone commented on there, well, make sure you do your show inside to the outside. So they're they like, we are inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're inside your brick house, not outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could um, dance with anybody else out there, who would you who would you want to partner with? Dance with, and then maybe I'll, and then I'll tag on choreograph for, because it's yeah, like those are two different things. Well, do both. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Who would I want to dance with? Well, someone who obviously can dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you want someone that's pretty proficient in how to move. I I find that there's like you know like an Emma, an Emma. Um, what's her name from La La Land? Short red hair. Oh, I'm thinking yes. Emma Thompson, Emma but it's not Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone. I think it's just because I know that what I would be doing with her would be maybe potentially a little bit quirky, a little bit more expressive. Yeah. Like she's just got great, great style too. There are some of these actors that the way they dance is no way like a dancer because of the training that they've had. Yeah. And yeah. I think that there's something special within the way she moves demonstrated in La La Land. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then to yeah. choreograph four. I'm really into this artist right now. Her name's Remy Wolf. She actually got her start on American Idol back in the day. Oh, wow. And then I think after kind of COVID struck a deal, she makes all this amazing content. Her videos are are kind of, they're just colorful. They're like, it's almost like if you were to ask like a three-year-old to dress up in the morning, like there would be no concept of color coordination, but it would be their favorite <laughs> patterns and textures. So there's like really no rules with her and her quality and her tone is so addicting to me the way she sounds wow she's got a really great Welcome essence yeah yeah she's fun she's she's current and hip and i really like the sounds she's making it's 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 addicting love that awesome. um yeah. now back in 2015 we interviewed kelsey ballerini before she was yes. kelsey and one of the questions i asked her was where she wanted to be in five years and i always like to tell this story before i ask the guests that same question because the answer she gave us is to the t of the life she's living now Wow. She knew where she was going. She as, did. She and was nobody out. was going to stop. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing oh. that, where do you want to be in five years? What, what's that vision? Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to be in London and I want to oh, do wow. a rock or a coming of age movie, movie musical. Like, I want to be the choreographer, the creative. I want to work with A-list celebrities and I want to direct their movement. I want to help the director create that magic. And 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 I, 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 I feel like it will be gritty and dirty and real life with a lot of like energy. Like I, I do believe that there'll be, everything that I do has this certain kind of BPM and I feel like I just want to expand it and just kind of make the world just kind of you know, escape or release just for a second and just be present with everyone or with the scene or the actors. So I definitely see there's some overseas traveling in some really beautiful like land. Like we are, we're, the thing about these budgets and these movies is that you can get amazing dancers in, you know, the middle of streets or like mm -hmm. the middle of, of, of a Times Square or on balconies everywhere, like the, the beauty. Like I've always thought too, like in Squid Games when they had all their beds in the back, I'm like, that would make mm -hmm. it for an epic dance number to have them like hanging and swinging and throwing mm -hmm. and jumping. And, wow, you know, man, it's amazing. basically scaffolding. Like I play on scaffolding yeah. all the time. Like let's get a hundred dancers and let's do it. Let's film it. So <laughs> I want to be, you know, I want to be in the in those rooms where there are these big, big ideas and help kind of coordinate and make them happen and come to reality. So I think that's going to happen. And I think, I think everything with Pride House, I think will 
become even bigger, this queer wow. context space. I think we're going to outreach even more people, connect to more organizations, mm -hmm. learn more. I feel like there will be some type of, of even larger channel, just getting more eyes and more attention so that we can do more with our voices and we can- so You could do Pride House LA, I mean, Pride House New York. Yeah, oh yeah, we already have thought Pride House Shanghai, Pride House London. It's it's oh. it's a it's a it's a movement, and you know we want a brick and mortar. No pun intended. I want a YMCA. <laughs> I want to I want a space in big hubs and where it's led with this common idea that love is love, and there's yeah. no ands, ifs, or buts. Like everyone is 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 under the same impression, and then they just create, and we give them opportunities and scholarships and teachers and and materials and and a space for them to stay out of trouble. That's what dance was for me. It was a place to focus me, to keep me connected and on track and out of the streets or doing this. I've and noticed that. that with a lot of entertainers, whether it's football or dance or artists that, that some people have said that, yeah, because of the neighborhoods they grew up in, this is what kept them out of trouble. And because yes. of yeah. that, they were able to blossom. Exactly. And that's what, you know, that's what's so I think important in, early childhood education is that the, our teachers are uh, awake and alive and, and connecting and, and helping these kids because th what they're doing from, you know, 10 to, to 17 is so important. Yeah. And it really does kind of shape where they go in the future. Not, you know, everything is, you know, you can change and you can make anything come to fruition, but it definitely helps put them in the right mind frame and the right kind of place to level up to the level they would like to go to. It's yeah, because I, I get a little frustrated sometimes when you see Facebook or if, or if you have friends that that where they're telling their kids you should be a doctor or a lawyer and all that. And I'm like, you, you're going to strip them of the passion they may have. Yeah, let them decide. Yeah, yeah. because again, do, you know, when it comes to whether it's dance, whether it's artists, whether it's acting, what I think a lot of times parents don't realize, you know, you know, they, they see the really broke people and then they see the really rich people. Sure. They don't realize that there's so many levels in between that, that you can literally be a dancer, be an actor, be an artist, and people would never know your name and make a great income. Absolutely. I mean, to me, that's kind of the goal. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I don't want this. I mean, like sometimes, yeah, you want to be recognized for your work yeah. and you want to be, oh, you want to be given awards and respect, but it's like, I don't know necessarily if I want to go out like Justin Bieber and be mauled <laughs> everywhere. You know, he can only go to the places of elite, you know, stature or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's like, my dream is to work with those people, uh, feel that energy, push those, you know, influencers, but then go back to kind of like my normal life. You know, it's, it's like, it's like all those amazing producers out there. Like I think of Mark Ronson, who's this a producer that's worked with all the stars, whether it's from pop to country, wow. he's really created great hits. <laughs> and now he's becoming more famous and he's becoming more in, in the light. But prior to that, like, if I would have seen him on the street or, you know, you know not recognize him, you know, but he's such a talented human. So it's just, for me, I'm like, I want to be around the talent. I want to be around the ideas and the conversations. And I, I want to get my hands dirty. I want to move my body. I want to like get in and, and jump around and crawl and, and be a little kid and, and play on set. Like it's a playground to see what can kind of spark a new idea. Yeah. And what are some sources of inspiration for you? Yeah. Um, I definitely love any type of self-help book. I think that that's super impor important to just kind of reflect. And even if it's something that you can't connect with, like right now, it's just like good to kind of stay sensitive, especially when we're dealing with artists and ideas all the time. Um, I also find 
uh, a lot of uh, inspiration from colors, from from design. I love the 60s. So like I love like going through, you know, those um, architecture digest or just images of of things that will you know, to me, it's all about organization. So the way things are placed or the way things they're like opposed to different textures. I love going to flea markets. I love like seeing like, you know, little, you know, different um, energies or booths. I love doing that. I think that it's so, so fun to kind of get creative and think about things that you could put or, or mismatch or what it looks like to you. It, it feels like a playground in there. No, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, I think nature, nature is always an inspiration to me and, and getting out. I love Arizona. I spent a lot of time up in Arizona. My, my sister lives in Flagstaff, which doesn't even feel like it's in Arizona. It feels like, you know, it feels like uh, you're like in a, like a Pokemon new war, like video game world. It's crazy. But, um, so and I travel a lot too from teaching on convention. I'll go from city to city. We tour on like a 21 city tour tour. So I definitely understand tour life, but what's so fun is seeing kind of like how the dancers will move based off where they live or where they're from and kind of right. like the trends and the fads. That, different yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's for sure like a, a big social study that I'm just kind of right. seeing every year with the new waves of kids. But there's inspiration everywhere. Music. I mean, obviously, I can't. I couldn't even do my job without music. Without, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, without the sound. I mean, you, we totally could, you know. There's a lot of times where I will choreograph to spoken word or just ambient or whatever it is. But I love the pop world. I'm, I'm excited to continue to step into those worlds and work with those artists even more. Oh, yeah. And what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Yeah, I, I really would. I really want to be known for something iconic in terms of film and cinema. I want to be known for some type of movie that it reeks just joy and happiness through movement, through expressing. So I, I hope to find my In the Heights, my Billy Elliot, my, you know, my queen or whatever it is that I can be a part of. I, and I hope that to be a part of my legacy. Wow. But personally, I think it's just like being known to be really present, loving, kind, and I think just really giving, like I, I, I do find like that great Gatsby energy, like every day can be a party and can be amazing. And we can live out this really wonderful life, but we can also have, you know, really in-depth, beautiful conversations as well. I don't know. Like, I just, I just want to continue to blast people with energy and confidence. Oh, love we that. We get that. We get that. Yeah, 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 good. If you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Just thank you for being on this ride with me. Thank you for keeping me accountable. I'm reaching out and staying connected. It's it means the world to see what you guys have to say and what you're thinking about the work. I think that that's what's so fun is to put myself out there continuously time and time again and to see how you guys react is literally what what we do, what I do. Love awesome. that. Now, as we come to a close here, let's say you had a friend of yours and they got something special when it comes to dance and they kind of want to follow <clears> your footsteps. We've done a little bit out there, but they're still getting their feet wet, but they just know that this is what they're supposed to do with their life. What advice would you give that person to kind of help guide them the next few years? Um, don't stop. You know, I think it's about organizing and connecting and trusting all of those things that we talked about today. It's like, you never really, we can never really control the order of certain things. You know, we can never <laughs> mm -hmm. really control 
a lot of things, but what you can control is your outlook and your, and your, your perception of what's happening and continue to go to the things that you're attracted to continue to go to the light. And, and if something moves you so much, like get your, you know, get your hands dirty, find out who made that connect with them, work with them, learn shadow. Like there are so many mentors out here in the dance community and in the arts community that can help you understand who you are even faster because your greatest tool in life is knowing who you are. So the sooner you can get to that, the sooner you can share it and find things that align with that message. And that message can be, you can learn yourself over and over time and time again, as long as it feels right to who you are. Yeah. Like I remember when we were first launching this show, I asked a friend of mine from Nashville, what advice he'd give us. I'll never forget. And he says, whatever you do, be and stay authentic. And it kind of going what you're saying, because he said, yeah. because you could be, you could um, tell every Bobby Bones joke, every Ty Bentley <laughs> joke. Uh, and he says, you might even create an audience. Who knows? He says, but the day will come when authentic Chris comes out. And when that day comes, you will lose pretty much every bit of your audience because they were never attracted to authentic Chris. But if you'll, but if you'll just start and stay authentic from day one, says you may grow slower, but you'll grow with the right audience. Nice. I love that. That's really nice. <laughs> And I've never forgotten that. And it's, yeah. and, and I'm a talker and that's what I do. Yeah. I have, you know, what, and, and I love having people on like you that can really talk because that gets me energized. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Like the I've got, you know, sometimes I ramble, but yeah, I definitely am here to share. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about rambling. When we first started this show, they were at, we averaged 90 minute shows because I couldn't, oh I couldn't yeah, shut up. And it was like, I believe that the guests probably talked, um, 30% of the time. And I did. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I had to learn yeah. to, to kind of, cause I like conversation and yeah. so I kind of had yeah. to think it's been a learning moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I do like, I, I love having conversation too, but then we get on shows like this and it, they're not looking for a conversation. They're looking for an interview, which is like somewhere in between. It's so, it's yeah. so inter interviews are crazy. It almost feels like a bunch of first dates. I'm just like, uh, so this is what you want to know about me. And let's see if you want to date. Like, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as we close out, tell everybody how they can find you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you guys can find me on all social media platforms. On Instagram, it's Kent, K-E-N-T underscore Boyd, B-O-Y-D. Same thing for TikTok. You can find me on YouTube at Kent Boyd TV. And Twitter is the same as well, too. So just check me out on all the social media platforms and Facebook as well. You can join the fan page where I release amazing sound bites, kind of like a day-to-day -day journal diary. It's this really new thing. Facebook's going through a lot of changes right now. But uh, there's one called Sound Bites that I am enjoying, and it oh, kind wow. of gives you a recap of my every single day. So love to talk, <laughs> share that with my fans because they can ask questions there. I'm trying to connect even more with them, as you, I'm sure, know as well, oh, Chris. Yeah. I love yes, that. Love so, that. you know, we really enjoyed having you on the fun. show today. We this was fun. It. So, you know, we, and we look forward to having you back on the road for more yes. updates. Absolutely. I can't wait to tell you about the progress. And you're welcome back anytime. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. Right, you Happy Halloween. Today. Same, Same to, you. to you. Bye. Okay.